On tonight's Feed the Beast, they opened up a restaurant, and this is our opening to our Feed the Beast after show. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. You guys know the drill. We have at underscore Abby Vega here. Yeah. Can't forget the underscore. <laughs> Can't this forget it. Uh, just think of it. you got to always underscore Abby Vega. It's, yeah. And yeah. I'm Phil Svitek. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. At this point, I've lost count of the episodes, but we're about midway through. Six. Six episodes. I in. think. I think it's six. Last time you told me that oh, shut Marissa's it. name was... <laughs> shut it. So I'm, I'm never going to live you. that down. All right. Lots to discuss. Um... Where do we even begin? So many, uh, so many minor things coming into fruition. We mentioned it a couple episodes back that the money was going to play a big part. And fifty, you know, there's Pilar, who's uh, kind of a competent manager, kind of, kind not, of, but now asking about where's the fifteen thousand dollars? Yeah, and I mean, we knew that was going to come up, and you know, when she first brought it up. I, I kind of noticed that Dion took the I'm going to flirt with her and flatter her approach to kind of distract her from it. But I didn't think it was going to end up in how it ended up, if that made any sense. You're talking about them sleeping together. Yes. Like, I was still surprised that they ended up hooking up. But then looking back in my notes, when she brought up the money missing, I did note he tried to flirt with her and flatter her to distract her. So I don't, I don't know why I was still so surprised. Well, he was working both angles. Initially, you know, when they're, when they're talking business, uh, you know, he, he gets her to be the hostess. So got that checkbox. And also it's a distraction away from uh, obviously what's at hand. And so then he has time to go and make these fake receipts. Um, but most, he's the one who, like, they went out of business years ago. Yeah. Uh, so, but now... So let me ask this. Now Pilar kind of has the secret that obviously these are cooked. Uh, the sleeping, do they get to a point? We'll talk about the sleeping together in a, in a greater sense. But does she now keep quiet about these being fake? I, I feel like if she's, I can't say this because like if she's smart, like she should. I mean, that's not something you can keep a secret. I don't. I don't know. Or is she gonna kind of save her own butt? It's leverage, and, though. It's leverage for later. Yeah, and I feel like at this point too, I feel like she'll just turn in those receipts just to get the next installment of the money, to kind of buy time. I don't think she's gonna throw Dion under the bus right away just because, in her mind, it's kind of like her responsibility to have these receipts. So I feel like she's just gonna turn them in to show, you know, like I'm doing it. I what. Is there a can she just walk away at any given point? Like between between Tommy not liking her and then I, you don't think Tommy likes her? Yeah, but at this point, I mean, she really everyone told her, you know, show a little bit more cleavage, be a little bit more aggressive. I mean, the woman might as well have been taking off her panties, yeah. and Tommy's like, "There, let's I, have a good night." I think she got really bad advice though, because I think I when they all noticed that there was something there. I think they saw it from both sides. I don't think they just saw her liking him. I think they did show that they saw that he has interests too. I think she kind of took that as 
too encouraging of a thing just because they have already talked about, hey, like, I need some time. He never said, like, oh, I'm not interested. He said, I need time. And I think them kind of giving her that boost made her get ahead of herself Mm-hmm. And kind of going way too hot again, even though she knows what he's thinking already. Well, she, she, she passed the point of no return. I mean, I like that she slapped Dion, but then two seconds later, you know what she was thinking about? Money, dick, and power. <laughs> That's what it says on Abby's shirt, by the way. That's where yes. advice is coming from today from Abby. <laughs> um, I won't even let her explain the shirt. We'll just leave it at that. You guys can ask in the comments section. Yeah, you guys can think what you want. Oh my god, my Um, squeaky chair. uh, I mean, there's just... And we're jumping all over, but it's just so many elements go into it. Like, her... I lost a lot of respect for Pilar when she didn't just walk away from Dion. See... I honestly, okay, so at first I just thought it was weird that they hooked up. And then you, the whole thing that ended up making me kind of lose respect for her too is Marissa being in the picture and her knowing the whole situation. She's of what's the one going who on. helped them. That's what I'm saying. I, that like, I completely forgot about that when it was initially happening. And then you said something and I, I was like, oh my gosh, that's really messed up of her. Very messed up. You know, and I, I don't know if it was she was doing it more because she was upset that Tommy rejected or didn't react the way she wanted to to the gift. But either way, I thought that was really messed up. Yeah, and, you don't you don't do that. I mean, can you imagine if if TJ is Dion's kid, he's about to have another kid, oh and now Pilar's gonna have a kid that's his kid as well. This guy's gonna have three kids. And, and it was just, assuming that TJ is his kid. It was kid. even more like gut-wrenching when Marissa shows up, and Marissa truly is happy. She thinks her and Dion are, they seem to be in a really good place after their conversation. And she shows up and straight up says to Pilar, you know, yeah, I'm happy. But she she says, if you see him with any other girls, will you let me know? And I think that was even more like, oh, like, this is not gonna end good. This is bad. Can you can you imagine, Pilar, that this is... <laughs> I don't know if she knows Marissa's a lawyer yet, but can you imagine? Well, technically, you said see him with other women. That what? It's a technical. See, it's a technicality because she didn't see. It's not Dion. me with other women. Yeah, I guess. That would, that would warrant such a bitch slap from Marissa to Pilar. Yeah, I I, ho- I think that Pilar deserves a B slap. I mean, the, the to- I, I, it's kind of confusing because I don't know why they went here with her. It just complicates too, because we've been questioning for so long: Do we like Pilar? Where does she stand? Is she smart? Is she naive? What the hell's going on? And now to do this, yeah, this isn't just this her is- being naive. This she knew what she was doing, so that's why I think. Because I think until now, you kind of you like you said, you see her being very naive, and you can't really blame her. You know, she's trying and. But this, she knew. And especially, like she, again, the fact that she figured out the $15,000, kept pushing him, then figure out that they were fake receipts. She was on a roll in the sense of, like, okay, she might not be the most competent, but she's getting stuff done. Yeah. And she kind of knew, she knew what he, I mean, at that point, she had the power to straight up just confront him about what he was doing and it being wrong. And she could have taken the high road and done the right thing, mm-hmm. called him out. On his BS, but 
instead she she calls him out but then turns into something else yeah not into it not into it part of it is like none of these people have set any boundaries within their lives uh you know so she messes up obviously with the gas leak which kudos to uh to most most for figuring it out i love most absolutely but before we even because he's (laughs) moses on a roll um but but tommy defends uh pilar from dion things like that and which again that's not necessarily the right example of how to do it um and so there's been multiple ways that they they've even though it's like they've all lied to each other and it's just building a bad triangle of trust it's 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 ray all over again it really is it's it's that's what this is. It's like, who, there is really no one that you can trust in the show at this point, besides TJ that, and Moe's. And Moe's history, seems to be very straightforward. Very much so. <laughs> I like him. And TJ, well, TJ is great, but he doesn't talk. Yeah. So, so. You know, so last time, remember, he didn't talk. He, his dad got beat up because his dad assumed things just because... He wasn't. He couldn't be like, hey, no, that was a kid from school, not yeah. your grandfather. And then, and then the same kind of thing happened today. If Mr. Moran didn't kind of step up and say something, it could have ended up way worse for Tommy when it came to the Child Protective Services. What was that conversation like? Between TJ, TJ and... What was her name? I forget her name. I don't, I don't think but, she... I mean, their conversation, we can't... Like... I don't know. Nah, I think it's me. I think it's hard because like we've both said that we we're not very familiar with what TJ's going through and all of that, but I feel as though from someone coming in for child protective services, they obviously think that this kid has some bad situation that they're a part of, and I feel like that him not talking can't help that situation or their thought process. Okay, it doesn't help that the prostitutes were at the opening of the restaurant. Yeah. That doesn't help, I ad- I admit. However, she was like, you have him working? It's like, okay, this that, is a family yeah. business. Get, no, I yeah. would, get the hell out of here. Like, yes, why? It's teaching him good values? Yeah, I, I think her kind of... Calling attention to that was kind of stupid. I would that I would have if I was Tommy, I would have jumped on that right away. Like, okay, yeah, he is working at the restaurant. He might, oh, God forbid, he gets a little social. Well, the thing is, too, is even Tommy said like it's kind of a hobby for him, and it's you look at TJ and he is so happy when he's sir. It's not like he's mopping floors and scrubbing floors and doing things that look like child labor. You know, he he looks happy and is enjoying to be himself. Fair, he likes cooking better. He does like cooking. Yes, just like but, Ray did, but but you know what I mean. He's it's that was I think they tried to call attention to the whole like oh he's working thing, but I get the hell out of yeah, here with that, that was, crap. Yeah, I go back to you. Probably never saw Major Payne, but girl, I've been working since I was six years old. Get the hell out of here with that um six year old crap. I don't know what you're talking about. Go see Major Payne. Okay, it's a great. Movie. I'll add it to the list. It's great. Oh my god, the list. <laughs> The list grows. Um, all right, so since we've jumped around, let's let, let, let's go back to Marissa, right? Um, because here's the thing: the, the Dion is sweet. The fact that you know she's like, I just want chocolate and potato chips, and he makes her gourmet chocolate and potato chips. That's sweet. It is. But he, but but 
but he's one but, of the he, he he's worse than the guy from Memento in, in terms of short term memory because he's literally looking at Pilar in Marissa and still has a smile on his face for Marissa and is, I, as if he doesn't even see Pilar even though like I know Dion Dion is very complicated and hard for me to read at this point like I I really don't know where his true intentions lie. You know what I mean? Because I see him talking to Marissa about how he wants to be involved and things like that, and he seems genuine. And so that's why I was a little thrown off when, I I guess the whole Pilar thing was more to kind of, to me, it seemed as though he was trying to get what he wants and kind of distract her from what he did wrong and kind of put it somewhere else. But I don't know. It's just really confusing because He's like most men, noble in thought, weak in action. Oh, that's good. I like that. Noble in thought, weak in action. I like it. It's true. true. <laughs> I mean, it just is. You know, there's evidence of it. I mean, how? He, you know, when he's confronted at the end by, I, I thought this was a very strong scene from Tommy, and it's like, can you, can you, I forget how he says it, but it's such a great line of like, basically, like, can you say anything without lying to me? Uh, and nothing and like just the the series of questions that Tommy keeps asking him are so direct and so hurtful and 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 and, and, and Dion wants to be noble and, and in no way you can see that he wants to tell Tommy the truth because that's his you know that's his best friend like yeah. yes Marissa he, he can be well-intentioned with Pilar that's just the thing um, but he can't even not lie to his best friend. I know it's it's weird too because I'm starting to see you know this. It's been kind of this. These two best friends are starting this restaurant, but really, how good of friends are they? Like that's what I keep questioning now. It's like, well, they were friends out of necessity. It seems like yeah, because now it's seeming that there, there's no really strong foundation for their friendship anymore. No, it's it's. Tommy's kind of catching on to all the lies. Dion is just building on top of lies. It's just, and oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's their friendship doesn't seem like a friendship at all. No, because no. it's not really. So let's talk about these videos that miraculously appear, and um, Tommy's just going through them uh, faster than you can binge Netflix. Yeah, I, I'm. Did he? Because obviously he's had Ree's things. Was it just too hard for him to look at them? Or is it now the fact that he kind of got suspicious that he wanted to dive deeper in? I think a little bit of that. I mean, for the first for the first year, he was pretty much drunk the entire time. Yeah, so, so that he wasn't even help. thinking about stuff like that. Um, you know, and, and the second part of it, Dion was in jail for that year. So, you know, he can't really talk to... So what would have, like made him suspicious of anything yeah yeah i mean right when i saw that little folder but but then at the same time i i thought Reed, did you really have an old your separate folder for you and dion's like flirty videos that's weird that's like asking to get caught unless um, i don't know but you know what i mean like there was a separate video that said like dion's name in the folder yeah I mean, so they filmed them. I don't know what they fully intended these as, but they were, maybe they were making cooking videos. Yeah. And that, that's probably how it started. And then obviously they just got flirtatious and, you know, you can't use any of this stuff. But, uh, but yeah, you're right in the, you know, 
who knows t- t- the, the timeline we continue to find out maybe she was literally gonna like delete them a day or so but then the accident happened yeah you know it's tough to get rid of evidence if you're not planning that you have to i feel like even with like the cooking video thing it's like even if they weren't flirtatious i think at this point tommy i mean it's just a weird thing for him to see because it's him and his his ex well not his ex-wife his wife and his best friend making these like videos regardless that he didn't even know about well number one it's a whole weird thing i think it's that number two i think those videos were probably more flirtatious than tommy has ever been with re and third i don't think he has any videos of him and re exactly it's like what the so it's like a whole mix of different emotions that he has he's and not to be crass, but her having, like, what was it, the whipped cream or yeah. whatever? That's pretty sexual. It is. And I, I, I thought that there was going to be a, a video of them kissing, which may, I think one of them might still have. Eventually, I think there's going to be something. About. I think there's going to be something, whether it's actually shown on video or it's kind of, like, them, like, implied like off camera where you can i don't know he puts the camera down yeah i i think something like that is coming i guess that's more of a prediction but i think we'll be seeing a lot more of these videos yeah and luckily there aren't too many of them so hopefully look like there's about eight files (laughs) yeah it's all bad i feel bad for tommy all around let me ask you this is it too obvious from a storytelling perspective that she cheated and that he cheated because then it just makes it almost too easy but then does it feel like oh look how clever we were and kind of uh rousing the audience to this suspicion but it's really not and they were just really good friends no i see i think at this point they waited until pretty much last episode was the first episode that you got maybe the feeling that he they might have cheated. So I don't think that it'd be too obvious at this point because there's only 10 episodes in the season, and if they waited till episodes 5 and 6 to even start insinuating it, I, I don't think it'd be too obvious. But now, now, ever, now everyone has that suspicion, and they're obviously dragging it out. And again, going back to the Pilar thing, you can kind of speculate based, well, based on this behavior. Is this repeated behavior or is this new behavior? Um, is this, you know, may, maybe this is what he wanted to do with Re, but never had the opportunity to to tell her, like, hey, I actually love that. I, I don't know. It's just too many questions. Yeah, I, I mean, I 100% at this point, and I could be wrong, and they could be just trying to, like, mess with viewers and, like you said, like, kind of getting us t- to think a certain way and then it'd be completely different. But at this point, I definitely think that... Dion and Rhea had something. One thing that I thought, though, was when at the end when it says Tommy saying, did you sleep with him? I was wondering if maybe because it said that Dion knew her before Tommy did. I'm wondering if maybe they had a little thing before Tommy was even in the picture. Tommy and him have been friends since they, they, they you know, they were, as, as they say, they're not, they're, they're not orphans, but then they're, they were orphans together. But I'm wondering if because... They did call attention to the fact they made sure to know that Dion knew Re first. So I'm wondering if they had a little thing to Dion at the time, it maybe didn't mean much. And I, then her and Tommy ended up, I don't know, that's just like another option compared to them just cheating. I mean, I'd have to fully check and, and 
by all means, uh, those of you watching, listening, please correct us. But, like, they made it. They, I mean, these guys have been friends since they were, like, eight, nine. Yeah. At most, ten. You know, the, the way you're talking, like, I, that regard, you have to be, like, 13. And that's, like, if Ree and yeah. Dion slept together when they were 13, like, that. Ah. Well, maybe they just had, like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's not unheard but, of, but, but it's, like. No, but then what? another thing, too, is, though, they didn't say exactly when Tommy and Ree did they say when they started, like, being serious? Because maybe they were all friends for a while, or they all kind of knew each other, and maybe something with Dion and Rhee happened that was kind of just, like, under... Because you know how Dion is as a person. Maybe he didn't want to fully commit, but then Tommy's the yeah. person there that is the guy that Rhee needs, you know? Yeah, I don't know. It's... It could... They, I mean, they could... At this point, I definitely think something happened with Rhee and Dion, um, but they could maybe throw us for a loop... And not have it be exactly what we're thinking right now. I think, I think it's one. You know, part of it is too, the life just seems so much simpler for, for Dion, because he doesn't take it seriously. Yeah. And I mean, the, the, him him cooking this just melts women's hearts. I mean, whereas yeah. like I don't know, may, maybe it comes down to a fundamental thing, like where the wine guy. You, well, you didn't actually make the wine, so you're just serving it, so you're not that great, like Dion. Yeah. Like there's a fundamental difference there that. Obviously, he's eating away at. But then I also think that Dion too. He like portrays this this confidence in everything, not even just cooking. That Tommy doesn't fully, you know. But then at the same time, Tommy lost his wife. He, you know, has his son. So there there are reasons that he could be different. But I think overall, Dion, when it comes to like women, does portray this confidence and compared to Tommy. No. Well, I, you know, I, I will give Tommy credit, though. He is now being very direct. You know, whenever he questions, like, whenever he deals with Pilar, whenever he deals with Dion, even now uh, his dad, Aiden, and, and kind of even the social way, he's very direct and to the point, like, that, that takes that takes some balls. Yeah. Um, what I love about the show, there's, like, this, this, is, this, this has the most gray spots in a TV show that I've probably ever seen. Yeah, there's a lot of... You can't assume anything about anybody. No, you really can't. Um, absolutely not. Uh, let's see what else we got on there. Um, what's the last thing I wrote? You the have shooting. Good the shooting. The shooting. Oh, we'll talk the about Asians. that. Well, so let's let's kind of backtrack real fast. Uh, so um, the Tooth Fairy has a wonderful dinner with the Asians. And wonderful. He... Interesting choice of words ironic is what <laughs> wonderful is meant to be ironic uh so you know he's obviously he wants an apology he's not getting it then he explains what chinese food really means and explores that metaphor which i thought was great uh and you know what I, what I like about her is that she said like your father would have been a little bit smarter about this yeah um also we find out his dad is like coherent is he fake? Like, I get the vibe that he's faking it just to kind of hear what... How his son deals with this? Yeah. Or maybe even, like, he's exchanging the info with someone else. Like, after his son leaves. Because he knows his son's, like, divulging and letting every all the information out. I'm wondering if he's there telling someone else. That would be interesting. Definitely a possibility. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Definitely could go that way, but um, tonight, 
Well, I, I like the duality where we open up with them doing a news report. And, of course, first off, it, it, it's probably the world's worst report ever about, like, your local restaurant. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, that's what's supposed to air on the night news. And instead, we end up with a shooting. But I like Moses' Mo- Moses' spirit about it. Hey, there's our sign. You can I see know. it. I, I, like, I really enjoyed how they're kind of incorporating his character into little things. Because yeah. he's one of those... He really is just seem like... Je- he doesn't think. He's He doesn't have any ulterior motives when he does or says anything. It's just... He just says it, and it's yeah. honest. And I like when they have little characters like that in shows like this. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, we, we were set up for a successful launch, but now... People are just calling out. I, I mean, it's. I don't blame them. It was always going to be an uphill battle, but to see a shooting, yeah, right next to the restaurant, no and, good. And obviously, now this is where the thread starts to un, uh, untangle because obviously Tommy's asking questions of why was the tooth fairy here? Oh yeah, and we knew that was going to eventually come up. Um, so I'm curious to. And the fact that, like, you know, it would have been one thing if Dion could have pulled off some sort of lie. Because it would have kept Tommy at bay. Yeah. But the fact of Tommy's got just raw emotion at this point in terms of he doesn't know if his wife was ever his wife. <laughs> TJ's his kid. And now the, the, the fact that the restaurant may have dealings with, what, this? Yeah, it's just, yeah. Dion had no, like, reassuring words to give Tommy at this point. So I'm sure Tommy's mind is just oh, it's a mess. not at ease right now. And here's the thing. Some, someone like a normal person, right? One who's not an alcoholic would argue that, okay, at least he's sober enough to see the truth. The fact that he's sober for him because he's been on alcohol and he's having like probably withdrawals it makes it more messed up in this situation because yeah. he can't deal with that side of it either. Yeah, it's it's all bad. It's I feel like it's all, you know, the showing at the end of the episode when people are canceling their reservations. I think that just, it's going to be a, a little fall. It's going to be a downward spiral for a little bit. Yeah, and that's obviously not good for the Tooth Fairy because the Tooth Fairy want to make money. Yeah, so, not good. Aye, aye, aye. Anything else from this episode that, uh, again, there's there's crap ton of little moments that yeah. are all very interesting and um that's what i love about the show is that they just isolate these things into and make it all very character driven yeah i mean i think i think we covered all the, the big stuff thumbs up or thumbs down for pilar thumbs down okay i'm not about it not about pilar i like Don't marissa be... too so pilar is not a good example for you as a female role model nope she's not all right. Well, with that, why don't we uh, we our, our weekly segment that we now call Wine Time. Wine Time! Um, for those of you joining us for the first time, we discuss wines, what they're paired with, and kind of sample a little bit of such. Uh, such. Last week was my week. This week, Abby, what do we got? It's my week. Okay. So, today I got my favorite margarita pizza flatbread, and it's it's almost all gone. We couldn't contain... We're down to the last two slices. But I researched and found that margarita pizza is a really great pairing for a rosé. Okay. So, a rosé is a type of wine that incorporates some of the color from grape skins, but not enough to qualify it as a red wine. 
It may be the oldest known type of wine. Who knew? Not me until just now. Um, let me see here. It says with its aromic. Oh, I said that so wrong. Yeah, no. Aromat. Okay, whatever. We're learning our ABCs with, Just something. with Abby. Um, the lightly flavored fresh ingredient. Ingredients? That's a new one. Ingredients. A rosé is the perfect margarita pizza wine pairing. That's really all I got. Let me look if... I don't know. It's the pink stuff. Rosé wine is the pink stuff. Wow. Which I usually don't like, like pink wines, but I really enjoy this one. This one is is good. Uh, So what do you like about it? The smell is... Oh, let me read the back. So we have... I don't know what that says. Menage (laughs) a trois. Menage a trois. (laughs) Is oh, that what that says? I hope that's not what it says. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but it's a California rosé wine from 2014. It's aged quite well. <laughs> Is it now? <laughs> it's a fruit-laden roller coaster ride of raspberries, strawberries, lechee nuts. <laughs> Know what that is? I, you're Lichy reading it. I can't read. And it. flowers with a silky smooth finish. A delightful blend based on three varietals: Merlot, Syrah, and Gouldertelman. Very good. Very so, good. So, what, what, what smell is it? it? Yeah. What does it smell like to you? What's its story, as they Definitely say? Definitely like lychee nuts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Very good. And it's got the uh, fruity aftertaste. Oh, yeah. Like raspberries and flowers with a silky, smooth finish. See, it gives you, like, it hits the tongue, right? And then it's like, but I won't hurt you. And then it goes down. Oh, yeah. Do you need some help there with the pizza? All right. So why don't we get into uh, predictions for next week? Oh, yeah. And now... Your AfterBuzz TV predictions. I think questions will get answered next week. Maybe not all of them, but um, you know what? I'm gonna just. This is a wild prediction. This is this is this is a hail mary. But Moses is the greatest marketing campaign director I've ever seen, and he's gonna he's gonna get everyone back. He's gonna get he's gonna get that restaurant filled. But on a serious note. Uh, obviously, pressure is going to mount in many ways. Uh-huh. Um, now, one of the things we didn't talk about, Aiden, right? He brought his business associates. He's like, let me know how the food tastes. Where did we end up on that? Because it seemed like everyone was enjoying it. Um, except... That's Abby. <laughs> Just mute Abby's mic while I talk. That's that's essentially what you got to do. Um, oh, my God. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> why? You do it every week. The voice of God is only talking to us. Um, just FYI, for those of you wondering if I'm talking to myself or not. I'm eating too loudly. Abby is eating too loudly, and her <laughs> mic is now muted. Um, so that that was an interesting point. You know, I, I think the good news is everyone loved the food. So I think uh, Dion, Dion's place in the kitchen is safe. Um, but I think the, the Tooth Fairy is obviously not going to be happy with a bad opening. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um it's going to be interesting to watch Pilar. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to let you... How many, how many seconds you got before you die? Okay, here we go. Abby's, Abby's Am I ready. unmuted now? 
Go ahead, give your prediction. Now you can meet me. <laughs> um, so I definitely think the Pilar Dion situation is going to play a big part in coming up. I don't know. I kind of see Pilar kind of cracking and ending up telling Tommy or Marissa maybe what happened. Because to Dion, I, I feel like Dion doesn't think of it as such a thing. I think to him it's just like, you know what? I don't plan on telling anyone. Is it, it going to be... Is it going to be one of those things where, um, like, Pilar's asked about, like, hey, um, do you have my paycheck? I didn't sleep with Tommy! I mean, Dion! I didn't Seriously, sleep with Dion! something like that. I can totally see that. We're just, just, just crying. We're just, She's like, out of nowhere. I was asking for my paycheck, but... Okay. Or I can see maybe Tommy, because like I said, Tommy never said he wasn't interested in her. He just said he needed to take a time. I yeah, but see, if he finds out about this... That's what I'm saying. I think that Tommy might come around. Because I thought he was a little confused when Pilar was super standoffish to him. I can see him kind of pursuing it a little more and her end up telling him because she kind of feels guilty about it. Then I also think that Marissa is going to be P.O.'d. Oh, my God. She, she, she's going to chop off his private parts yeah and she's gonna Pilar. because here's the thing she's gonna be very she knew better than to trust him and she was convinced like at most you know that okay maybe give him a second shot yeah mm. i know you can't break that trust fool me once shame on you fool me twice shame, shame on, on me. me i know so and then i'm also still very curious to when and how marissa's dad's gonna find out that dion's the dad yeah because that's gonna be a thing obviously by the way not that many people are asking about this but i left an open-ended thing where i was going to tell you some great advice and i'm going to share it now before we wrap out um so i forget who told me this but um um people uh between a wife and a husband you have to you, you have to kind of make one be in charge of the major decisions and one be in charge of the minor decisions now you always want the guy to be in charge of the major decisions here's why because at the end of the life right this the way the story goes the the wife finally asks hey what major decisions did you have to make in your life and the husband goes none there's never any major decisions isn't that i forget like the, the full story i forget but isn't that like something kind of cool it's like uh it's all just bullshit and the wife's always in charge wow i like it i was like where are you going with this like See, where are you going it could be off-putting but once you get to the end of the story True. it's actually really sweet all right guys thank you guys for joining us yet again on feed the beast um i think this show is just picking up great steam heading towards the season finale um, we love talking about it with you guys. In the meantime, at underscore Abby Vega. Underscore Abby Vega. You guys can follow me on Twitter or Instagram. That's right. And follow us here at AfterBuzz TV, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all that fun stuff. Um, and also tell a friend. By telling a friend, you're telling them about Feed the Beast and also our show. Therefore, you're, you're helping out many, many things. Yeah, tell um, a friend. Let us know what wine should we should try next. Because um, we'll just keep trying it. Until we find one that we don't love. In the meantime, see you guys. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.